Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Well, hello and welcome to Following On podcast, TalkSport 2 show and on YouTube. Wow, what a day's play at the Gabba. And you know what? For all the talk of how badly England have fared at this famous old ground over the last 30 odd years, well, you can add another horrible chapter to it because it went as bad as any day they've experienced at the Gabba Um it was bad from beginning to end. England lost a wicket with the first ball and they lost a wicket with the last ball. Rain coming in to save the Aussies just when England thought they had a prayer of getting half an hour in under cloudy skies. Australia were brilliant. England were wretched. And you're either listening to the following on podcast on TalkSport 2 or watching on YouTube. So if you are watching you uh, or listening, you no doubt know by now, England bowled out for 147, which is good in one sport, but not in cricket. Uh, Burns went first ball. Uh, Mitchell Stark uh, in swinger, if you're watching TV. Um, or it didn't swing at all, if you're listening to Shane Warne. Either way, Burns' leg stump knocked over, first ball of the day, and in a blink of an eye, Darwin Milan and Joe Root have both departed. Root to a duck. Good ball from Hazelwood, actually. 49-4, no, 59 for four at lunch. And if you thought that was bad, well, you hadn't watched the afternoon session. Hamid went in the first over of the day, or rather the session. Uh, Butler and Pope put on what appeared to be, at the time, the first uh, time that uh, England had put just the tiniest bit of pressure back on the Aussies. But when Butler went, the rest folded. The last five wickets going for 32. England bowled out for 147. And uh, then the rain came. So we're going to look back at this, uh, talk about where it went wrong and then where it went even wronger and uh, wonder 
and chat to Steve Harmison about whether there's any chance salvation, be it coming from the weather or from the ball or the bat. We shall see. Story of the day. So story of the day, Harmy, is, um, well, look, I'm surprised your name wasn't trending on Twitter today. I, I, I lost count the amount of times I heard mention of 2006. We were both there that day. You didn't know me. I knew you. Um, look, I don't know. Is it a cliche or not? Does it set the tone? I, I can't really think of too many memorable first balls. Matthew Slater, uh, uh, Michael Slater smashing. Was it Goffey or Defratis for four? Defratis. Defratis for four. Uh, obviously the wide and then burns today. I mean, it's the only fourth time in the history of the, of the ashes that uh, a batsman has been dismissed first ball, but I mean, Strauss has dismissed third ball in 2010 and England went on to win that ashes, but you know, 11 for three at no point, really apart from when Joss Butler hit a four cover drive driven four, 112 for five. And you thought, okay, this is the butler that we we needed to see. And then the next ball, he was out. <laughs> it was yeah. it was one of those days, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Um, I think well, you summed it up great, but I think we could go further back than that. I think the toss was huge. I thought the team selection was huge. You pick Leach, it means you've got to bat first because you're basically saying, we're picking a spinner. To bat, you know, to for Australia to to bat last if we win the toss. Um, I, I can't understand. No broad, uh, no broad. No, I know we're going to have no Anderson. Anderson's got a little bit of a calf niggle, but that's the first time in in an Ashes Test match since since Stuart Broad made his debut that there was no broad or Anderson in the team. Since 2006, there's been a Broad or Anderson. Since the MCG 2006, there's been a Broad or Anderson in an Ashes Test match up until today. And I looked at that side and I just think it's, I, I couldn't believe, I, and I can understand a little bit what they've tried to do is they've, they've gone with Wooden Wokes who are in the World T20 squad. If they had one of them not playing, then we go, Robinson hasn't played for a while. Stokes hasn't played for a long time. Broad hasn't played for a while, coming back from injury. Wokes will be the only one, or Wood would be the only one we'll play. That's a bit of a gamble. We'll go safe. But if they're going to go safe, they had to bowl first. They had to bowl first. You know, the, the batting's not good enough in, in, a, in a situation like that. And I've sat with Sir Alistair Cook for eight hours, and we've argued between us about yeah, bowling first. His idea was, and he's right, it's a brave call to bat first because you've got to get through the first hour and a half, two hours, and then it gets a bit easier and then you can cash in. But I, I kept saying to him, I get that, but we're not, we haven't got Langer, Hayden, Ponton. We haven't well, got Cook. We, we haven't got, we haven't got Cook. We haven't got we Cook, haven't got Strauss, Cook. Trot, Trot, KP, Bell, yeah. Collingwood. That's what I was trying to say to him. Uh, we Pryor. haven't got... That is, we haven't got... 20, we 40, got one, 60, two, 80. There must be a hundred test centuries in that top seven. Yeah. From back in it's 2010. Not the, it's, not, it's, not the te- it's not the top seven. It was the top three. 
is a top three. If you're gonna, if you if you got to go and say it's a brave call by Joe to go and bat first. Well, that's brave. You've got to have a bat. You've got to have a plan of yeah. But Warren said that your back three is in the back. The back three was poor. Warren said that on commentary. It's a brave call by by Root. And as soon as he said that, I thought, oh, well, we know how this this usually goes. Yeah. I just I just found it I found it really strange. I know Pat Cummins said he would have batted first, but they don't have to come up against Cummins, Hazelwood, and Stark fresh from a T twenty World Cup yeah. win. And it's home. And it's and, home. And at it's home. It's at home. It's and, in the home grounds. And when I mention the top seven, right? If you look at the top six that England possess, none of them have played cricket since September and Stokes hasn't played cricket since July. July. And you have thrown them in to face that terrible trio at the Gabba with rain in the air, moisture in the pitch, a green top. I mean, I don't, I just, I don't get it. I honestly don't get it. Your strength, exactly. your strength is your bowling. I understand you don't want to be batting fourth. I understand that, but you don't want to be batting first more. And with rain, with rain in around Brisbane, see one of the things I was thinking as well. With I, I'm loath to rely on the weather to get you out of a problem, but if you if you bowl first, that essentially means even if it goes horribly wrong. The Australians have only got three and a half days to bowl you out twice. Well, I always work the theory: if you bowl first, you should, in theory, only bat once. Well, that's, that's the, the that's a, yeah, that's a New that's Zealand way, isn't it? That's so a New always Zealand way. Look at it: a bowl first, Australia bat once. Australia get three fifty if it gets easier. Yeah, which it will, get, which it potentially will. But I still think it'll, there's be a juice. Yeah, tomorrow. there'll be something there. If if even if they get 250, that's a 100-run lead going into the second. Yeah, 100-run lead. England were five down by that time. Yeah, four down by that time. So you look at it. Five and down. Yeah, four. you look at it and you just think. I just thought from the very start, England were all over the shop. They picked the wrong, in my opinion, they picked the wrong team. And I'm not just saying this because we are eight hours from that toss. I said live on TV at half 11, England have picked the wrong team. And I actually think they should have bowled first. And I, I don't want to sort of shout, I know what I'm talking about. I don't. But it was the safe option to pick, to, to bowl first. And you had to pick Stuart Broad. Because what have I got now, right? If I'm, if I'm standing there now, I'm looking at a bowling unit. Who is going to, who is, is going to, in front of 40,000 at the Gabba, going to go and rest, just go and grab this game by the scruff of the neck? Ollie Robinson has played a handful of test matches. You know, Mark Wood is, you, know, you don't know injuries and stuff like that with Woody. He could go at five or six and over. He yeah, could go well, and get five that, wickets. That's a problem, isn't wickets, it? Not a problem. Chris, Chris Wokes' record away from home will always play it on his mind. So he will always be, he'll always be sort of half a step back rather than a broader and Anderson a front footer, foot, you know, go and grab. If they get a wicket, go and start abusing the batsman and getting in their face and, right, I'm going to knock you over. Look at me with a chest out. Wokes will not do that. Stokes hasn't bowled competitively since July. You know what I mean? And he hasn't even been able to hold a ball because of his finger since July. So no. that's why you bowl first, because the position you're in now, who is going to wrestle the initiative back 
from Australia. Is it going to be Wood? And that's a 50-50 call because he, Mark Wood could go and get five foot before lunch tomorrow by bowling quick, aggressive, hard into length, exactly like Pat Cummins. You know, he could do that, but he could go at five and over. If he goes at five and over and the ball starts rocketing everywhere, Davey Warner's still in after 45 minutes. They're going to be, they're going to be, they're going to be 60 in front by tea time, 80 in front by tea time. And then all of a sudden, where do you get that game back from? If you lose embarrassingly, then all of a sudden, you know, the old stories come and it's England, same old, same old. When you literally, you know, you've had a chance to put them on the front, to be on the front foot right from the very first ball. And that was by bowling first and utilising the conditions that they had. I, I just didn't get it. I, I really don't who's advising this this coaching panel, the selection panel. Um, somebody's somebody, and this is not the first time it's happened. No, yeah, we're not, and I'm not just saying this because we've had a bad day in the ashes. Too and many this times has been now. a bad day. Yeah, and it has been a bad day, but too many times now, we are four down for not very many. Yeah, we are bailed out by our captain so many times. You think away from home. Joe Root doesn't play against. It's hard. You can't say Joe Root doesn't play against Sri Lanka. Joe Root played against Sri Lanka by himself. Joe Root took India on more or less by himself. Well, How we've many seen times it. Are we going to be we've in seen it. Somebody's going to come to the party. I couldn't. I couldn't stop for reading people predicting this series to be two all. I was like, "How are England going to win two matches with that batting lineup?" And then. And then when Butler was in, and I, like you, have been quite critical of Butler, I think the amount of smoke that's been blown up is, you know what, it's been incredible for a guy that has just not done it at test level consistently enough, ever. And then he came out and he was clear in his his mindset. But do you know what? That is Butler to a T, to be honest, when the game's almost gone. He just came out and and he thought, I'm just going to play straight. I'm going to hit it and... And it worked for a while, but apart um, from I'm, that, I'm a bit how, are England, how are England going to score the runs to win two test matches? I hope I'm wrong, but I just I look at that batting order. Seven players have never even played in Australia before. Hmm. It's, I, the, the one thing I will say on Butler, and you know where my feelings with Joss has been with, with test match cricket. I think after the World T20... I think he's gone basically. This is my last crack at test match cricket. Yeah. I'm going to go and I'm, I'm not, it's not reckless. I'm not going to be reckless, in, but I'm going to go swinging. I'm going to go playing my aggressive way. He, at least the one thing I will say Pope had a plan, busy at the crease, drop it, run, try and rotate, strike, let's go. Hamid, right? We go, th- we go through, go through right from the very start. Rory Burns had a shocker. The, the adrenaline that's going through Rory Burns' mind, his yeah. body, and he wants to get, and he's moved, he's just moved too far across, and the ball's gone. The only place that he didn't want the ball. If he's if he gets that ball, if he gets that ball, 10 balls in, he crashes that for four. Bang, four. So yeah, and Stokes and and already Warren is on Stark's case, and yeah, you know. and it's bang, whoosh, the the the, the world's ending from for for Mitch Mitch uh, Mitch uh, Stark. So there, that was that was the, the trend setting. Malan nicked one, which he didn't really have to play at. Root and Root got a good one, I thought. Stokes got a good one from Cummins around the wicket. Hamid had left the ball beautifully. 
He played so well in that first session. He's late. You know, he dropped his hands. I was worried about his hands being too low. He let the ball come to him. He defended the ball back in his crease. He got out there when the ball was full. He whipped it when the ball was straight. He had a plan. I thought Hamid was really good in that first session. What happened in the second session? He did exactly the same as what Burns did. He did exactly the same as what Burns did. He batted on, he batted on middle stump in that whole first session. Let the ball come to him. Didn't chase it wide. Bang. What did he do? That first over after lunch, he's nicked the ball when he started on off stump. His feet were on off stump when he first started. So he's moved across the crease for some reason. I don't know what's happened. And whether that's adrenaline, whether that's the new session, whether that's trying to impose himself on the bowler to try and say, to get back in, to just get feel bat on ball. And Ashes cricket, Gabba does the first test match, does wonderful things with that thing you've got between your left and your right ear. So that's what happened with Hamid, set the trend for what was going to come. I thought Pope had a plan, got busy at the crease. You know, first ball, drop, run, off you go. Good. Played it anything wide, cut, drove anything, played it, played it square when he needed to. Fine, had a plan. Got, got a bit complacent, if anything, when he got out off Cameron Green. Thought, right, I'm going to have a go at him because he's not a proper bowler. And he got out off a good catch. What catch that was, by the way. Yeah. And Butler had a plan. He came out. I'm going to be positive. If it's wide, I'm going to hit it. We can't, we, we can't have... When Josh doesn't play shots and dies in a hole and then Nick's one playing a shot, we can't slag him off for oh, totally his natural agree. game being no, no, natural I, game being positive. I totally he agree. And it was a good ball. Over the top. Yeah, he played some nice shots and then I thought he got a decent ball. So mm. I don't mind that. He, got, he had a plan of what he was trying to do. The others... Uh, there was some great bowling. There was some fantastic bowling. Well, that's we should mention. We should mention this because it would be unfair and churlish to suggest that Australia did not deserve reward oh. today because they may not have played a Test match in eleven months, but they've bowled and they always seem to make sure they're ready for the Ashes, don't they? And I thought, okay, Stark might have got. A little fortunate, possibly, with that first ball, which really set them up. But they, they've got three quality bowlers, each one with a point of difference to the others. They bowl different lengths. Obviously, Stark with left arm as well. They've got the bases covered. They've got experience. They've got pace. They've got height. They had the home crowd behind them. Got a new captain to start the Ashes. And Cummins... He justified all the hype that has been building building him up the last week. Um, Hazelwood with those two wickets. I mean, they were the, the two big wickets, Milan and Root. 11 for three inside 25 minutes. And then the captain brings himself on. Fair play to the Aussies. They bowled beautifully today. So often we've, we've asked England's bowlers to come and dig the English batsman out of a hole. But as you make mention, I looked at tomorrow. The forecast looks pretty good for the first two sessions. <laughs> By the time the rain comes and the overheads get involved, and yeah, there'll be something in the pitch. Robinson hopefully will keep it tight. Woods, who knows? Wokes, well, look, four years ago, Wokes walked away from the ashes and we, you know, we were all saying you should never, ever bowl overseas again. Well, he's his first change. And then you've got Stokes, who hasn't bowled in six months and has got a bus finger. Oh, dear, oh, dear. I text um, 
I texted a friend at uh, the BBC actually before they'd even walked out and I said seven down at lunch which obviously I was exaggerating but with Leach I said can't wait to see Leach be thrown the ball with Australia 92 for two only 25 behind England's total this is before they'd even lost a wicket it'll happen wouldn't it Leach is going to yeah. come on to bowl with 20 40 Australia 40 behind two wickets down if England are lucky split a uh, spread field and you're like and and for all the talk of Graham Swan by the way I mean I haven't got the records to hand the stats to hand but he was not effect I know they're different types of bowler but he was not effective at the Gabba nobody's bloody effective at the Gabba not even Murali no I, I I didn't I didn't get that selection I really didn't uh, I, I, I hi I'm Daniel founder of Pretty Litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter that's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80 percent less than clay litter Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including... England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean. There truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, truly the best place to be a cricket fan. The only thing I can think of is they've gone in and they thought, right, we don't want too many bowlers who haven't bowled for a while. That's the only thing I can think of. But you've got to take a risk on... If Anderson's not fit, which obviously he's not, you can't, you've got to take a risk on Broad. You've got to take a risk on Broad playing in that test match because... Yeah, we've just seen we've just seen a couple of dismissals from the Australian bowlers into the England bowl, England batsmen, which will set a marker down for the rest of the rest. Of the year. they're going to bowl short at Ollie Polk now because I think he can he's going to take things on. They're going to bowl full and straight at Rory Burns very very early because I think he bats in roller skates, and that's something that England needed to do abroad. 
You know, broad first over, you win the toss. You win the toss, and within four overs, Stuart Broad's got 12 balls at David Warner. If he gets him out in that time, on the surface, yeah. in the conditions we've just played in, which is helpful well, got, as that. They've got two, haven't they? They've got Harris as well. Yeah. They've got seven, five out of the seven, five out of the top seven are left-handers. And you don't play Stuart Broad on a wicket like that. And with, so you know, and you know what happens. And now. a new Cookabra ball. It's a different Cookabra ball as well, which swings more and it steers more durable. I know for a fact Brody will be doing his nut now. I know for a fact he will. I'm not <laughs> saying we're gonna have another we're not gonna have a big another big interview. I don't think he, I don't think he's gonna do that, but I think I think Stuart Broad might be having a few harsh words with the selection panel and saying, Why did you not play me? What I was penny? Penny for um, Penny for Ed Smith's thoughts right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Ed Smith. You can't look. It, you, you can play the blame game from that side of it as much as we want. You look at it from now, and it's about now. There's four days left in this Test match. We probably, as a whole, going to lose one full day, whether it's an hour tomorrow, an hour the next day, an hour the next day, and I think there's a big, there's a big. Storm coming on day three, I think it is. So there's basically out of the four, we're probably looking at three full days of cricket to play in this game. England have basically got to find a way of somehow getting the same score as Australia in their second innings. So whatever Australia get from tomorrow in Australia's first innings, England have to get that and basically say, right, we are gonna we if you if you offer us one four seven to win on the last and the fourth innings. We'll bowl at one four seven to win this test match to give ourselves a chance. That's that's the I think the best outcome England can have right now. Even if England bowl Australia out for for two hundred, I still think this is a two fifty minimum pitch. Yeah, it's a test match with test match players. Yeah, they're not playing. It's not a minefield. It's not a it's not a minefield. Not by any stretch of the imagination. Good bowlers will get something out of this surface if the bowl. Hard into a good length aggressively. If England go chasing, with Mark Wood early on, go chasing it, try and bowl too full, try and chase wickets, they will go round a park. Glenn McGrath said that. Glenn McGrath said that on TV tonight. He said, if England go and chase the wickets, they'll go round a park because they'll not bowl into a length with discipline and patience. They've got to forget 147. They've got to get 10 wickets. Then the batsmen have got to go and do their job and get the runs that in, in, uh, in Australia have just getting. And then, then they can start searching if they need to on the fourth innings. But at this minute in time, you know, they're going to have to have some serious soul searching because it's there. You, you've then got to walk into the cauldron tomorrow after an embarrassing day. And believe me, I've experienced it and it's not an easy thing to do. Moment of the day. Okay, Harmy, time for moment of the day. So there's a few moments. There's the toss, which we've kind of covered. There's the first baller, which we've kind of covered. There's Pat Cummins' Pfeiffer, which we've kind of covered. There's Root getting out for a duck. There's four, there's four moments for you. I can't think mm. of another. Um, uh, Cameron Green's mum and dad probably will be saying his first yeah. wicket in test cricket. Of those. As well as the rain coming just at the right time for oh, Australia. God, we didn't even talk about that, did we? 
Two hours. Two hours a session. This game could be 16 wickets in. England yeah. could get in the ball in the right area. There could be 16 wickets in. We could be 16 wickets in a test match here. And yeah, would it have been, you know, would it have been daft to say that? No. You know, two hours, you know, whatever you would have said, 26 overs. 26 overs is a long time on a wicket like that with a cloud cover that is with a brand new ball. So Australia have had the perfect day. He's had, he couldn't have had a better day, Pat Cummins. As a, you know, everything went for him. The toss went for him. Team selections went for him. Bowling changes went for him. Catches. Yeah, that bowling change went for those, him. Those two catches, catches from Hazelwood, identical catches. Unbelievable. Catches by a fast bowler like that was just ridiculous. Yeah. Infield. Ben Stokes hit three balls at Matt, Matt Harris. Yeah. An extra cover and he dived and stopped each one. So yeah. that's the pressure on there. Pat Cummins, getting Joe Root in early meant Pat Cummins come on to bowl early, which meant the, the tone was still going, the tone was still set. So then he could flip, he could flip Mitchell Stark. Yeah. Keep him for a little bit later on when the ball was swinging. And then the, it just, it just went, everything went for Pat Cummins. And then as he's walking off, the big storm hits and he's going, oh, can't wait to see what, if it's cracking flags tomorrow. Yeah, all my Christmases have come at once. I've won the lottery. I've I've bought a ticket. I've won the raffle, um, and it couldn't have gone any better on my first day of of, of wearing the baggy green and the green blazer uh, as Australia captain. What is going to happen tomorrow? You've played at the Gabba. You've been in this position. Australia, when they get on top, very yeah. very very rare that they relinquish control. I mean, look, I know everyone will point to what happened last year against India, 36 all out and all that. But, I mean, it's... I worry about it's where pretty, It's talent. pretty out there to suggest England are going to bowl Australia out for anything less than 250. I worry where the leadership, where the leadership from a bowling point of view is. No Broad, no Anderson. Wokes has waited for this moment for a long, long time to stand up and be the man yeah. who leads the attack without Broder or Anderson. Um, like I said, 2006, last time there was no Broad and Anderson in a test, in an Ashes test match, which, which is ridiculous, by the way. Um, uh, that worries me a little bit. The um, stem of leaking of runs, lengths of bowling, if they don't get off to a good start and Warner so who, gets in. Who takes the new ball? I said first change Wokes, but thinking about it, Wokes might take it tonight. Robinson. Tonight I would have given it to Wood. Tonight I would have given it to Wood because I thought I've got a short period of time where Australia can only lose because they're looking at the clock and thinking, right, it's survival. And I said to Wood, just go and take the handbrake off and go for it. Go for it. Tomorrow, I think it's a bit different. I think I'd go with Wood. I'm, I'd go with Wokes and, and Robinson and get into a length and try and try and basically go discipline into length, hard into length, see if I can get it to swing, see if I can get, you know, the, you know, bring slips into play and then inject, inject the pace. If things haven't gone your way, all of a sudden, if they if they manage to get a couple of wickets in the first 10 overs, then you've got a wood coming in to then really put pressure on from a pace point of view. I think that would be the way I would go now. I would have I would open the ball in the wood tonight because I would have wanted him to I would have wanted him I would have risked trying to take wickets 
um, overruns tonight. Tomorrow, I don't think he can do that. I think he can just sit in and say, right, we're going to put the ball in the right area, going to attack off stump, and then hopefully let the conditions do the work. And who bowls first, Leach or Stokes? It'll be Stokes. It has to be Stokes. That's what you picked him for. You picked him as a fourth seamer. That This is my argument all along. In the way he batted, that's why I wanted to bat him at three, because he faced about 12, 13 balls first up. With that. I think he only got one run, but he looked solid, solid in defence. And he'd give off an aura of being solid. Um, he just got a ball that bounced on him, which was a good ball from 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 around the wicket, from Cummins. But if I batted him at three, then I would wouldn't about I wouldn't pick him as a bowler, and but I would have had my four seamer in. So that's where the broad selection just doesn't make sense to my, for tomorrow, even more so now. Wokes, Robinson, Wood, and Broad go and add it tomorrow. I think that would have been a, a very very good combination if you needed a spinner. You just seen the way Nathan Lyon bowled there. Nathan Lyon was I wouldn't say he was not interested, but he bowled wide of the crease. Didn't try and finish his act, didn't finish his action off, and he just bowled the angle into off stump. And he didn't bowl that great because there wasn't a great deal of turn in there. Joe Root could do that tomorrow, if need be, for, for England, if they needed a spin bowler. So just makes it more of a more of a monumental message that he that they picked the wrong side. Army well, will be back tomorrow. He'll be back on BT, back on the breakfast show, back on following on. Um Go and get some sleep, mate. I mean, you might be kept awake by the nightmares of what you've just seen over the last 12 hours or so, but uh, <laughs> it's pretty bad. But look, it can't get, well, maybe it can get worse. Australia, no, I, I, don't, I don't think it will. I, 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 without I, loss I'm, at stumps. I'm back in England to come back tomorrow. I'm back in England to come back tomorrow. I'm going against what I've just said, though. I'm back in England to come back tomorrow. <laughs> because they have to. If they don't come back tomorrow, then I worry where the next six weeks is what's going to happen over the course oh, of the mate. God. I, I really do. I We're really already do. talking about that. Cause you know, what's going to happen. England are going to get thumped and then basically broad has to play. So does Anderson. So does Anderson. Exactly. So they you both got... have to play. So then they have to get rid of wood Robinson, maybe or Wokes. Then suddenly like the whole team's like, well, hang on a second. Who, what? It wasn't us that got bowled out for under, you know, we, we're not the, but it's a batsman's fault. Oh. And then what options have they got in the, with the batting? Bring back Crawley, Bearstow. That's it. They've got Crawley. Bearstow and Crawley. Jesus. Uh, oh, we're already, we're one day in. Mate, uh, let's stop. Neither of us are going to get any sleep. Well, you will. You've been up all night. Um, thanks for listening to the podcast. Following on, um, Ash's Inquest special on TalkSport 2, or if you're following us uh, on social. We'll be back tomorrow. Uh, thanks for watching and listening. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final... 
you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. 